Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel, streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app. What's good, everybody? It is Friday, November 18th, 2022. This is your daily sports betting brand of record. We are called the Early Edge. We are powered, as always, by the almighty sports line, the best value in all sports betting. And it is not close. Yesterday, a busy day at the brand, as I like to say, kind of a ho-hum day. We basically won seven, lost seven, very close to a lot of things. But you know close what they say about that. But... The speculator looking M squared in the eye and saying, not today. That man's starting to grow a little bit here in the crew, and we like it. Now, yesterday was busy, but today is very, very busy at the brand. In addition to our morning show, this one, do not forget, early edge in five, special start time today, 3.30 Eastern time. You want your college basketball? You want your Friday NBA that's the show for you. Then at 4 p.m. Eastern time, me and Sia, Prop Stars, and Uncle Dave have your weekly NFL prop extravaganza. But as many of you know, that when we get to this day on this show, it's very special. It's a pick-me-up type of show. What do we call it? Big Pick Energy Friday. And we're working on the music a little bit. We're working on the music a little bit. But you know what we're talking about. You know the two faces that are here with me every single Friday during the college football season. First and foremost, he is the czar. The czar of the playbook. Emery Hunt. What's what's with the hood today? What are you doing? Sneaking up on us? It's demon time. I mean, business today. We got big. We got Florida State. Trying to take on my Cajuns uh, is disrespectful Friday. They take them on tomorrow. Hopefully, we pull off the upset so then you guys won't see me next weekend. Oh, okay. We'll see about that. Next, he is energy. If we ever saw one, you can catch him on the college football show. You can catch him all week everywhere in the CBS universe. Chip Patterson. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, Emery. Fired up for this weekend because, ooh, we got so many. We got teams with bigger fish to fry. We got look-aheads. We got hangovers. We got where's your mind at? This is vibe season, baby. And as the resident vibes coordinator, I got you covered. Let's go. Let's get into it. Storylines that could affect the betting lines today, and it begins and ends with any football team at the quarterback position. Chip, start us off. 
the quarterback injuries and how these are being treated and how they affect the betting lines. That's when I was thinking about this. The whole theme of this segment is storylines that affect the betting lines. And oh boy, <laughs> if anyone has watched the tango that is the Utah Oregon line, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The Ducks open as three-point favorites in a bounce-back spot after that disappointing loss to Washington. And we know that Bo Nix got banged up. Ty Thompson came in for a little bit. Dan Lanning hasn't given us a lot of clues. He said he's been encouraged by the reports. But then, on Thursday, we see that line swing five whole points. Oregon minus three to Utah minus two. That is a storyline that affects the betting line quarterback injuries. Other notable quarterback injuries that you want to wait to get news on before placing your wager. Spencer Sanders, Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma State seven and a hook right now. If he plays, then that thing might go the other way. If you think he's going to play, maybe you want to go ahead and grab that. K.J. Jefferson, the Arkansas quarterback. You got to have him in the game if you think that they're going to be able to knock off Ole Miss in a letdown spot. And NC State, not just the quarterback position but a few other places as well a lot of smoke about injury issues uh so always make sure that you're trying to get the best information because especially at this time of year uh it can be very murky in terms of the personnel and their health there is no question we saw it this week with maction a team is rolling quarterback goes down with a knee injury they do nothing the rest of the game these quarterbacks matter in november big time now <clears throat> Let's get into our board for the day. We have no plays from Sportsline today, but if you're not a member, what are you doing? Let's go. Now, I'm going to do you a solid, though. If you're a little trepidation, she's like, man, I don't know if I want to belong to that. Use the promo code early. I'll give you 30 days for free. All my cappers like Chip and Emery, all my simulations, all the articles, all the information, which is what this business is about. You get it for free. After that, you'll be playing with house money. So, let's go straight to Friday night. There are two games tonight. And when, Emery, you find a best bet on both of them, I'm all ears, baby. Start us off. Well, you look at last weekend with South Florida, uh, you know, the, the first game with their interim head coach. And it had me kind of worried, man, because SMU was big-time favorites in that game. And South Florida had a lead. They were scoring. They were going back and forth. Then the bottom fell out. It was like a kid holding a 100-pound weight. They could only hold it for so long before it slips, slips, slips. Boom, they got blown out. But they're playing a team this weekend uh, in Tulsa who will struggle a little bit. And I feel like because the South Florida offense showed a little bit of fight last week, we'll see that again. Take South Florida plus 14 here against Tulsa. And San Diego State, they out there with a converted safety at quarterback. They got receivers wearing number 45. So it's all kind of chaos <laughs> for the Aztecs. Ladies, 14 and a half points against New Mexico because New Mexico's offense just can't find the end zone, consistently puts their defense in the bind. I like the Aztecs to cover. All right, those are our first two plays. South Florida, San Diego State, minus four and a, 14 and a half. Paul says, best Friday crew in the business. Easily. Paul, we agree. We agree across the board all day long. Now, <clears throat> I told you that early Asian five would be your place for college basketball today. I was slightly mistaken because Chip – you're going to slide one past the football judges today and bring one to the morning show. I'm here for it. What do you got? Because I just see more value, and I think I've got more entertainment on the hardwood. Uh, much respect to Emory. I like that because my flag and my note for that Tulsa-USF game is Tulsa's on quit watch. Phil Montgomery might be fired. This team might quit on him. And honestly, man, I'm, 
self-care. I don't even want to watch that game. I don't want to see, I don't want to see it quit on a Friday night. I need to start yeah. with good energy. And that's where I love, love, love Illinois catching points against UCLA because this Illinois team has so much length right now, and everybody's got versatility. They're able to get in the passing lanes. They're able to crash the boards. And while the roster really has turned over from last year's uh, like incredibly impressive team by, led by Brad Underwood, I think they've already shown a lot of buy-in. The transfers have hit the ground running. Terrence Shannon looks really, really good. So I like Illinois catching points. I think they can win the game. But one possession, uh, that's just a lot of value. So give me the fighting Illini plus three and a half. Not a lot of college basketball plays. I need more time to run the chipolytics, but <laughs> I do see some value here on the Illini. Did you say the chipolytics? Is yeah. that what we're called? The chipolytics? Yeah, you got to run the chipolytics. Always, always run the chipolytics before you oh, make I need a play. Gra- we, we're going to need a graphic for that moving forward. There's no question about it. By the way, quick trivia. Can anybody tell me? Who shares the same high school alma mater as Brad Underwood? Is it you? It is me. It is me. And we actually hosted an event this past May in McPherson, Kansas, where we went to high school and won several state championships a few years ago, of course. But Brad Underwood was a keynote speaker. I was the MC, And he told me, Chip, that he is more confident in this group coming in than he's ever been in any group coming in. He said, we may not be the best I've ever had, but we're the most together. That's the, that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a lot of buy-in. And again, it's like length, versatility, buy-in. Everybody's on the same page. Yep. There's some value on this team. Numbers haven't caught up to how good Illinois is. 100%. And we were talking about it seven months ago. And now we're playing it today. We tell you all the time, take the information, hold on to it. You never know when you're going to use it in the future. All right, so that's Friday. Let's move on to Saturday. Because Emory, I know you got a couple more for me tomorrow. What do you got? Yeah, here's the thing. You know, Saturday is my FCS day, so we're going to have to throw the hoodie back on because I mean business. (laughs) When I'm talking about FCS, here's the thing. Last weekend, Fordham played Lafayette, and I saw the game was close, but I gave y'all the over. I gave y'all minus 16. Lafayette came in there, won the fight. I'm like, oh, we got a badass over here. Lafayette showed up. But then what happened? Fordham covered. Expect them to cover again. They're minus 18 in this ball game. They're trying to get style points. We know their offense is tremendous. Lay these 18 points with Fordham. St. Thomas, I think they take care of business versus Butler. That would mark their 10th straight win, give them a 10-1 record. Unfortunately, because they've made a transition up to uh, FCS or D1, they're still ineligible for the Pioneer League title, so they won't go to the playoffs. But, man, this team has been impressive since moving up to D3 just a year ago. So they're 10-1 and would have wiped the slate clean with the Pioneer League. So lay the four and a half with them. and we have, you know, you have, is rivalry weekend. We don't talk enough about this anymore like we used to. It used to be a big thing, right? It used to be, um, you know, the game, the big game, Stanford and Cal. Uh, but you got one of the best names for a rivalry game down in Mississippi, the Soul Bowl. Ooh. Alcorn State versus Jackson State. Jackson State in Alcorn, the total here is only 43 and a half. Are you kidding me? This is a rivalry game. That game is going over with Jackson State probably getting in the 40s themselves. So take the over on that Jackson State, Alcorn State rivalry, the Soul Bowl, which will take place in Lorman, Mississippi. I've been there before, and it is one of the more eerie places to, to go. But it's a great atmosphere for a game because they pack out the reservation. You got fans spilling over on the grassy hill. You got fans spilling over into the stadium. 
It's going to be a fantastic game to watch. But, yeah, this game is going over. I feel like this bowl should have been introduced back in the coming to America <laughs> uh, time of the movie set. Right so glow. How about Deion Sanders becoming my favorite college coach right now? Did you see the greatest answer ever given when asked, are you going to take a power five job if it was given to you? And he looked at the camera and he said, it won't change my life if I take a power five job. It'll change my coach's lives, though. How about that? Yeah, How that's, about uh, that? that's that's trying to raise your assistant pool for your current staff. I mean, he's, exactly he's, right. going to, he's going to bat for his uh, his staff right there. That's exactly right. That's what Deion Sanders is all about. And right now he dominates my reels on Instagram because his pregame speeches are electric. So that's a soul bowl. But Chip, as I look at my notes and I'm looking down, I need you to, of your four picks for Saturday, Oklahoma State, explain yourself there first, big boy. Explain yourself. Oh, okay. We'll start in Bedlam where you're giving me a touchdown and a hook in a rivalry game when we have a coaching advantage on the underdog. You're telling me that Mike Gundy, who I do think is one of the 10 best coaches in college football, that he is not going to be uniquely prepared for this rivalry that means so much to this program, to the state, and the Cowboys have come up on the losing end of this a lot. Lincoln Riley has more wins in the Bedlam series than Mike Gundy does. He was able to get that win last year. That was absolutely huge, but he is not going to let up just because Brent Venables is there. So I think the coaching edge is big time with Mike Gundy. And I do think that Spencer Sanders will probably play in this game for Oklahoma State. So when I'm catching seven and a hook, coaching advantage, quarterback coming back, I love all of those points. Also, speaking of quarterback injuries, I don't like where we're at with this NC State Wolfpack team. They were headed towards maybe being 10 and 2. A little disappointed that they're not competing for an ACC championship. Yes, but now we might be trending towards 7 and 5. Vibes are not good. Louisville, on the other hand, while they lost last week to Clemson, and while Malik Cunningham got a little bit banged up and knocked out of that game, this is another situation where I think Cunningham plays because Malik Cunningham then spends 12 years at Louisville not to play on his senior day, and this is senior day for Malik Cunningham. I think the Cards win. I think they cover the four. Also, let's take it out to Laramie, where... It's going to be windy in Laramie. We're going to be dealing with 14-mile-an-hour crosswinds through War Memorial Stadium going down to 10 miles an hour because, as we know, when the sun sets, the sun powers the wind. The wind's going to decrease a little bit. But listen, Sherry, I've been telling you all week across multiple platforms, Sherry Burris, my friend, pack extra coats, pack the hand warmers, 26 degrees at kickoff, high teens by the end of the game. These are also, if you don't want me to be a weatherman, these are the two best defenses in Mountain West play. These have been the best. I think that they play a low-scoring, cold, windy grinder. Watch it on CBS Sports Network and send warm thoughts to our friend Sherry Burris. And finally, I told you about Circle the Dragon Saturday last week, and UAB circled the daggum dragons. They were caught in just a back-and-forth battle with North Texas. They win that game by 20. Now you're going to give me three scores 
against an LSU team that is just kind of moseying its way to the finish line. They got hotel rooms booked. They got their uh, restaurants picked out. They are making their itinerary for the SEC championship. There's no style points. They've already got two losses. The only thing LSU can do is just win games and try to go win the SEC championship. UAB, on the other hand, still needs its sixth win to be bowl eligible. Circle the Dragon Saturday leads us to a UAB cover in Tiger Stadium. Baton Oh, and that cast the question or answer the question for my man Pooh Bear in the chat. By the way, for those of you using the chat for anything other than to ask us a question or be positive, let's just stop that. And you know who you're talking about. You know who I'm talking about. Let's keep it positive and understand that these are the experts. We don't need to ask a thousand mundane questions. Let's leave it open for the real questions. Thank you. All right. So that's Friday. That's Saturday. But if you watch Big Pick Energy Friday, then you know we're missing just a little something. Emery, can you help me out? Oh, absolutely. I, it's the international czar, the czar, the passport. It's me right yes. here. I've been to a great cup, and we got to talk CFL, great cup, championship. I've been to Laramie, too. I went there one year. It was 2008 in February. It was negative two degrees. I vowed to never go back to Laramie. Had some great wings at this bar that I had to walk and felt like Reggie Hammond because I walked in. I was like, oh, it, time stop. Had to put the, the Stetson on. It's like, hey, man, yeah. town. You know what I'm saying? You better buck up. But back to this great cup game. Winnipeg, Toronto, surprisingly only played once this year, and it was a very close game. So I do like Toronto to keep this thing close. Toronto plus the points. But Winnipeg is phenomenal. Take Winnipeg on the money line. Brady Oliveira was someone that was outstanding running back at North Dakota. They thought Andrew Harris was going to kill their run game. No, Oliveira ran for over 1,000 yards. They just racked up awards last night at the CFL Awards. Most outstanding player, which is the MVP, that went to quarterback Zach Kalaros. Head coach of the year, Terry O'Shea, Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Stanley Bryant, the offensive lineman of the year, Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Receiver, rookie of the year. That went to Kansas State's Dalton Shane. They are loaded. They are good. They're going to win this game, but also because it's going to be tight, take the under. So I gave you three separate plays for your great cup championship. Have some of the bat blue on me. Go eat some poutine. And by the way, the first time I went to a great cup was in 2012. I want to say it was the 100th great cup. Um, it was legitimately minus 12 degrees out there in Toronto. Thank God it was inside. That's why I got stuck at halftime. I was in the press. Obviously, I'm covering it with press. Halftime, it was a Justin Bieber concert. I had never heard a Justin Bieber. I was like, what the hell is this? And while we're waiting in the media line for, for halftime food, I'm thinking we're about to, because, again, I've been spoiled by NFL stadiums. Guess what we had at halftime? Domino's Pizza. I came all the way to Toronto at halftime to cover the Grey Cup. And we're getting Domino's pizza, and the people were craving for it. I was like, hey, take me back to my country. Let's not hate on Domino's. Let's not hate on Domino's. <laughs> I used to deliver for Domino's, so I know Domino's. I used to – I love Domino's. So good. Roy McIlroy put them on the map when he was mic'd up. By the way, funny – I'm not going to tell you the person's name, but I will tell you I worked with a former athlete at ESPN who had a chance to invest in a young Justin Bieber back in the day when he was playing malls. That's kind of how it works. You invest, you get a piece of their career, right? It was NIL. Similar to an NIL <laughs> deal. Like you, you, you say you give them a million dollars, you get like 5% or whatever. 
it would have turned into $50,000 would have turned into $20 million if they would invest it at that time. And he did not. He did not. Because you can imagine for every Justin Bieber, there's a hundred that aren't Justin Bieber and you lose all your money. All right. Grab your paper. Grab your pencil. Here is the recap, courtesy of Jake the Snake on the ones and the twos. Friday for Emory Hunt, the Zaw. South Florida plus 14. They're not quitting. No, 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 no. San Diego State minus 14 and a half, but be very careful. The under is below 40 in this game. Then Saturday will go Florida minus 18. St. Thomas minus four and a half. Then Jackson State, the fighting Deion Sanders prime time. Alcorn State over 43 and a half. Then on Sunday, how about three separate plays? In the same game, Toronto plus five and a half. You want Winnipeg, you play them on the money line. Very juicy there, so be careful. And then the under, Toronto, Winnipeg, under 48, three different plays. You don't have to play them all. Can't, don't have to. Chip, Friday, Illinois plus three and a half. Remember, that's college basketball. Then Saturday, four on the grid. Louisville minus the four. Oklahoma State in Bedlam plus seven and a half. Boise State, Wyoming. Cold, 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 under 44. And then UAB. A classic letdown game after LSU beat Alabama. They grinded it out against Arkansas. Now you get UAB. Hmm. We'll take the 15. We think LSU will win, but not by 15. All right. A reminder, special start time today. (laughs) 3.30 Eastern time for early edge and five. The Grey Cup. I don't even know what time it starts on Sunday. but Be ready for that, too. And then, of course, our props extravaganza today at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Our props. Emery, you got anything else? Oh, this this was the one I went to. I, I kept the program. It was actually Toronto played Calgary. I got to meet Milt Stiegel, Chocolate Milt. They call him out there in the CFL, one of the great receivers of all time. So I went to the 100th Great Cup, and Toronto played at home against Calgary. It was a fantastic game, came down to the wire, um, and uh, was able to do a lot of great things. I was out there from Thursday to Monday. Um, stayed right across the street from Rogers Center. Fantastic time in Toronto. Nice. Oh, clearly, whoever you were working for at the time wouldn't pay for the rooms in the Rogers Center to watch the game as you're sitting on your bed. It was the Ritz I stayed at. I retract that statement. <laughs> by the way, by the way, my man Steve in the chat said this. This is a drop the mic statement. Get Chip and Emery their own football show. Call it Chocolate Chip. Classic. I love it. Come on. I love it. Are you kidding me? Give it to me. Chocolate (laughs) chip. All right. Give me my single. What another great big pick. Energy Friday. There's only one thing left to do. And I believe you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window. For my entire crew, you know I love them all. The czar, Chip, Jake the Snake on the ones and the twos. I am the coach. We're here every single day. We've been here. Every single day since December 1st, 2020. And we're going to be here every single day until the end of time. This is what we do. We grind. We grind for you. We couldn't do it without you. Right here at the Early Edge. Good luck. (laughs) 